0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jordan, J and Buddies podcast. This is your uh, host, Will, joined once again as usual by the good buddy, Brandon. Hey, I'm here. So uh, we aren't even talking about movies this time. We are talking about TV shows. Time to do a switch up. (laughs) The old switcheroo. Specifically, we're talking about uh, TV show finales. Yeah. Now, um... Longtime viewers of this podcast, all three of you who've been around with us since the very beginning, um, will remember that me and Jordan did a similar kind of episode on this a little while back, uh, but we talked about uh, only a couple, uh, the kinds of ones that only he and I had kind of both seen together. Yeah. Whereas what me and you are gonna do, Brandon, is we're gonna talk about like kind of everything that we has that has ended that are shows that we've watched. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so there's a lot. There's there's a lot. there's a lot of crossover here. There's a lot of things that you and I have both seen. But there's some things that only I've seen. Some things that only you've
1: seen. So yeah, it's gonna be real interesting to see. And uh, just side note, really quick, are they viewers or listeners? We don't have a video format yet, man. We're working you know on what? it, but we're not there yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what?
0: Fair enough. I, I got nothing there. Uh. Um, and so yeah, we're gonna talk about mostly series finales. Uh, That worked or maybe series finales that didn't work and uh, then we'll at the end. We'll also have a a little segment about shows that either didn't end soon enough and maybe when they should have ended or shows that are still going on and why they should have ended already. Whatever.
1: Yeah, honestly, because I feel like uh, this is this is really a full podcast about do the ends justify the means. You know exactly so I'm I'm real hyped to get into it because there's some stuff like you said some stuff I've seen that you haven't and vice versa and then there's some stuff we've seen and agree on and there's some stuff that we've seen and do not agree on like uh ah you can you can hop into it so okay well then I'll start
0: on the first one then it happens to be first on this little list that I've compiled in front of us here and I'm just gonna say (laughs) I like the Seinfeld finale uh trash (laughs) Trash. I I like it a lot because infamously for nine seasons it was a show about nothing so why should the finale be anything more than that but
1: that's just it, is the finale contradicts it being about nothing because they bring back all of the characters from the entire series. Like, no, 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 no. It no. It was no, so organically no, not... done, though. No! It, it wound up giving it, like, a full storyline. Like, the whole point about Seinfeld, in my opinion, is, like, I could go and turn on a random episode of Seinfeld and not have to know what the story was the week before, not have to know the context, not even have to know the characters to an extent. Like, just enjoy it because, like you said, it is the stereotypical show about nothing. But that series finale, dude, like, they bring everything back in yeah it's cool they have a lot of deep cuts and everything else but like for a show about nothing you made it about something well yeah because
0: and i that's why i think it works no Is because this <laughs> no! it, it is it,
1: it, it is about nothing but it's
0: also about like we've watched nine years of these people kind of being like bad people they break up with people in their lives for no good reasons they they bully shop owners nearby and they, they, they go to jail guy. for it are you kidding me? It's really funny. that's justified? It's funny. <laughs> no. This is the same show that killed off George's fiance at the end of that season. That's fair. I mean, they don't pull punches when they want to take care but of something. still, though,
1: like so, yeah, they did people wrong. But like, did they really break so many laws that they had to go to prison? Like, it just felt so like ham-handed to me, you know? I can I can see that for sure. I think it, but
0: it's because it, it, it was like a character witness kind of thing. I'm yeah. like, these guys have always been bad people. You know, so I thought thought it was interesting, and I didn't expect it at all when it came out. And I thought it was a lot of fun. I I personally enjoyed it, even though I know that you think it's crap. What's the deal about making a show about nothing into something?
1: (laughs) Come on, Seinfeld, do better. Why don't they just make the show out
0: of the black box?
1: Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, I mean, we can can disagree on that one all day. But, I mean, I think that we could agree on, like, I don't know, let's say Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, yeah. like that, that series finale brought everything together to a close. Like it was a final heist episode. It did what Seinfeld did where it brought back a bunch of characters and stuff, but did it feel kind of weird because I mean, the whole oh, show so it was did. about you building art. it arts. did what Seinfeld
0: did because it felt organic. No,
1: I'm <laughs> saying it did what Seinfeld did, but better because it actually had a show that set up you caring about these characters through the time instead of just bringing back all sorts of side characters and throwing it in there where you're like, I don't remember that guy. I haven't seen him for like four seasons. No. Brooklyn Nine-Nines, like, the whole last season gets a little bit of flack here and there. I thought they really did a good job of balancing it because you have one episode classic, one episode kind of serious topic in our climate, back and forth. But, like, I like the series finale that they went to their 100% guaranteed hit of an episode of a heist episode. Yeah. And that it just, it really did. It it hit so many points. I don't want to speak too much on it because we haven't really talked about our other... uh, episode we want to do eventually with Brooklyn Nine-Nine in it, so I don't yeah. want to, like, do too much Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that. trying to,
0: like, drill into it too much, but I will say that it is one of many that we're going to talk about here that I think have just beautiful series finales. Yes, that is perfect. Is, that is one of many examples that we're going to name off about how to end your series properly. Yes, definitely. And another one that I will sing the praises of all day, was regular show. Yes. Uh, I watched this show all the way from the beginning to end every week when it would come on Cartoon Network and there were even some points where I was like, man, this show is kind of getting weak. Ah, this show, I don't know, they've had a, like, he's been dating a weird girl for the past few episodes. I don't like that and stuff. And that finale retroactively addressed every problem and they were like, because they bur- they shattered the fourth wall. In the finale, they produce a DVD box set of all of the series so far and bury it in the park at the end. And they're like, you know, I didn't like that part where you guys went to space for no good reason at the end. And it was like, yeah, I agree. That was weird. So the fact that they addressed it made it so good so that that is a finale that i will sing the praises of all day I, i
1: love that finale and i've heard that from you and multiple people like i've seen regular show here and there when i was growing up like my grandma had cable but my parents didn't so like i haven't seen the entire series through i should definitely hop on that eventually but uh i have heard like very very high praises for the series finale on especially for it being like what was considered to be kind of a kooky animated show here and there yeah. like they really did wrap everything up in a balanced way it was way.
0: the kind of show that for a while you kind of thought these are all just disconnected anthology episodes like spongebob where there's no real overarching story it's kind of just one-offs yeah but then as it goes on you're like oh there are some arcs building here and they they did it so quietly and so well that by the time you get to the to the end the finale is so well earned it was it was pretty
1: impressive heck yeah man and see speaking of like going into animation for a second on like series finales like one that hit me pretty hard I grew up with it but like I even binged this series recently again is Danny Phantom like I love that show in general like the whole idea of the show I've seen a meme recently where it's like he's He's pretty much Schrodinger's boy because he was dead in one universe and not dead in the other because of the portal and stuff so like like he got electrocuted to death and he's like a ghost possessing his own corpse yeah exactly but I like the like, that whole show in general has very, very deep moments, and, like, it's one of the only shows, if not the only show where, again, like, the the character's enemies know his identity. He's not afraid to show Vlad that he's Danny Phantom or anything else, but, like, his parents can't know, and I, I really like that twist. And it's because his parents would actually try to hunt him. Yeah, exactly, and so I like that, like, they originally when it was happening they wanted to do more of the series but nickelodeon was kind of going in a new direction with avatar last airbender which hey won't complain about that i love that show too Sure. but uh at least they kind of gave butch hartman a heads up because his series finale like it balances out really well to where i haven't seen it a little bit but i do remember like danny and sam end up together and like i think that his sister finds out that he is like a ghost or that his parents find out because his sister finds out before but like they wrap it up in such a wholesome way to where, like, it's only a three-season show, and it feels yeah. so much better than that.
0: Yeah, it feels way longer than than three seasons. It's almost hard to believe that it's only three seasons because there's so much packed into it. There's a, there's a lot of lore
1: yeah, in dude. that show, and it's all paid off by the time that, that, that you get to the end. And it's really, like, just a coming-of-age story, too. Like, watching the whole thing, like... He starts off as some innocent kid or whatever that has some kooky parents and then going through time. Like again, that's why I like the series is like it ends with him feeling like an adult, even though he's not. yet. Like it ends with him feeling more solidified in his character. And again, to be in such a rare instance to where he's having to hide from the people closest to him and he doesn't care about the people going after him. I really like that they did it. Yeah, like, it's I love an, that It's an show.
0: interesting subversion of classic, like uh superhero kind of tropes. Yeah. So it was it's very interesting because usually it'd be the family who finds out first, and you're trying to keep them safe from the villains, but yeah. in fact it's the opposite. So yeah, that's an, another interesting one that I think kind of goes under the radar a little bit. Yeah, dude. Um, I'd say to keep it in animation for a second then um, is, I'll, I'll just put this one briefly because it's almost the same kind of praises that I gave regular show is Adventure Time. I think that, but couldn't but, really but, get into it. But that one's a little bit more lore-heavy throughout. So by the time that you get to the series finale, you're you're expecting a big one, and they delivered one. I think, but they were more than just one. Than just the the, the last episode is like almost the last five or six episodes had a really big arc that was really building to this this whole thing with like, Ice King and his past, and just. Finn and and his future and all kinds of stuff that was just, it was crazy. So it it gets really, really deep and existential in a way that I didn't think that show would because I thought it was like a dumb one-off show like regular show. But no, it it gets really heavy. So I think that's another one that I think has a lot of praise from people who've, and anybody who's watched Adventure Time through loves the ending. You know, so that one's
1: not as as much of a surprise, I think. See, and I'll, I'll be on record, like I'll get a little hate for this, but like I never really got into Adventure Time. Like I've tried multiple times and I've watched random episodes and stuff. i'm I'm gonna be honest with you man it kind of pisses me off sometimes like it's kind of annoying to me or like (laughs) even certain parts like are, are, are a little disturbing. Like, you're gonna tell me Grabs not a disturbing character? And I get it. Like, Ice King himself, I like Ice King as a character and I do, I have heard the praises about his whole storyline and how when you look back you think Adventure Time is Jake and Finn's story but it's really Ice King's story. It, it really is. I yeah. like that aspect of it. I do like some of the animation. Like, Pendleton Ward does also the Midnight Gospel, another show that I've given high praises for. So, like, I like the animation to an extent of Adventure Time but, I don't know, man, something about it just doesn't get me the same way. Sure. And I think that every
0: show has its, has its audience and and doesn't have its audience so that that's totally understandable i just wanted to sing quick praise of that one even though i think that one's kind of more understood when people talk about animated show finales adventure time is usually top of that list
1: i'll give you that another one that's top of the list that i even mentioned that danny phantom got canceled for that's not even on our list but i'm thinking of now is avatar the last airbender like that is such a good show that it got a sequel show legend of Korra, and that show killed it too you know it's like we're gonna forget about the movie for a second but uh (laughs) the the tv show dude like that's another one where it's a really fine balance between like it's not an anime but it's not just a cartoon it's kind of the like mid ground on stuff and you think it's just some kids show but like it, it's really really philosophical you know like I like that show a lot and especially the final season like you have on Ang, Aang I'm not gonna say on my bad my bad that's the movie Aang versus Fire Lord Ozai who is a uh, Mark Hamill and it, it's just a great show because the whole thing is the avatars the most powerful person he can bend all the elements he can do all this and then in the final battle he's fighting fire lord ozai and instead of defeating him like he can or killing him like the rest of his previous avatars are telling him like do it he just takes away his powers and he's like no we're gonna we're gonna do this peacefully like we're gonna it was just such some people thought it was anticlimactic but i thought it was really well done that it's like no this is who Aang is through the whole series he's a pacifist he doesn't like really fighting but he does it when he needs to so like at the ultimate moment of course he's not gonna choose to kill this big villain it's just gonna remove his powers, which is kind of dark, but kind of not. So, like, I really like the show, and I know that you haven't seen it yet. You really, really should watch it. Yeah. Well, now, now but I know I know how it ends now, so we're all good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> even so. even if you know how it ends, go yeah. watch it. <laughs> I, I
0: I am also of the firm of the firm belief that a show. And this is where we're going to kind of get into a little bit here. A show is not good or bad just because of how it ends. So let's talk about How I Met Your Mother, (laughs) because oh my god, because How I Met Your Mother is usually top of the list for worst series
1: finales of all time. Tied at top, but we'll get into that.
0: It's 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 (laughs) it's up there for most hated for sure. Because this is this How I Met Your Mother is a good show. I love How I Met Your Mother from start to finish until. I personally like the last season a whole lot, but I've heard it's, I, I know it has its detractors for sure, but I thought it was really unique and kind of a cool take on how to handle that entire thing. There's some really good episodes and some really good things in that last season. But man, those last epi- that that
1: that that series finale, because I think it was a two-parter. That those last two yeah. episodes just shot the whole show in the foot. Yeah, the show should just be called uh, "Why I'm Still in Love with Aunt Robin and We Can't Get Over It" because like it was such a 180, dude. And again, I criticized the last season because hey, let's uh, do the whole last season on Robin Barney's wedding, and then let's make it super meta and do 20 episodes in like a four-day period so that yeah. you could see every single thing going on here, and just let's drag it out. But then with the series finale. You know, we just wasted the whole season showing you their wedding. We're just going to completely negate that now. We're going to we're going to break them up
0: even though we spent years cultivating a very organic relationship through with Barney and Robin. Even though and then we find out that Ted and Robin might end up together when we've actually seen the proof, the proof in the pudding there that they don't work together. No. They're good friends and they're good supportive of each other, but they don't work in a relationship sense. But Barney and Robin do. Yeah. And they pull the rug out from underneath the whole thing. I don't mind the subversion and uh, you know, whatever that Tracy dies. Yeah. That's fine, because How I, Met, How I Met Your Mother has always kind of been a show that's very good at subverting expectations for what a sitcom should be. Uh. The, sometimes the happy ending isn't that they live a long life together. It's just that he found his love for the time that he needed her. Yeah. that's what, that. I thought that was beautiful.
1: So do I. I think but it then, gives but, even the name meaning,
0: like How exactly. I Met Your Mother. So I like that a lot. I liked... I liked that she died. Not in like not <laughs> oh I my mean, god. I think it was I think it was a beautiful story beat because it shows that life isn't always happy. It's not always yeah. a, a happy fairy tale ending. I don't like that, that 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 they then staple Robin onto the end of the whole thing that's yeah. the actual
1: problem was Robin and Barney breaking up and making Robin and Ted kind of alluded to being to getting back together See, and I think that's why it's so hated is because in reality like you said is it, the last season has its attractors like me but it has its supporters like you but like even the supporters, it was good all the way until the last two minutes the last 120 seconds how did you throw away nine seasons of a show in two minutes yeah like the only show that could do as bad as that is game of thrones dude like oh my god it took me so long to even get into game of thrones like i have a friend who was a super fan of it and she wound up like getting me into it we watched it together before season eight had dropped it was really good you know like seasons 1 through 5 it's great is they worked with George RR R. Martin you know and it's great when TV shows like bring in the people who wrote the books or wrote the source material I like that they're doing that more and more yeah so it was really solid 1 through 5 then 6 and 7 you can kind of tell a little bit of a drop but it's because George RR R. R. Martin is taking forever to write the books nice. and so they were kind of like okay we know the idea you want to do but fine but like the eighth season has so many problems like between the whole 180 twist on like Daenerys becoming the mad queen and just torching her people when she fights through the whole series of like no i want to fight for my people i'm going to try to unite my people like i get that they were trying to make her kind of like her family because for reference for you her dad was the mad king who kind of went crazy and burned everybody and everything so okay. uh that was kind of the story arc they were going for th- through time Is she's noble but no she still is crazy like her dad but like. They could have done three more seasons logistically i'm not even saying this hypothetically they were offered three more seasons from hbo and the the people dan and dave were like nah disney wants us first for a star wars trilogy so we're just gonna throw all of this into six episodes we're gonna leave our stage props on set i don't know if you saw those memes back in the day but people left like starbucks coffee cups in the middle of a yeah. castle like <laughs> okay that doesn't make any sense you know so like it was but just the, so rushed. But the final twist and
0: irony there—the thing that makes me feel better about the whole thing—is that because they screwed up the Game of Thrones thing, you Disney also you, like Disney also pulled them off of Star Wars. Yeah, literally. So I think that's I think that's like there's your there's there's
1: your, your like do justice for See, that. See, like, that's what makes fans even more mad is like. So you guys threw away the show for nothing like even if you would have thrown away the show and still had your Star Wars stuff We could excuse like yeah, it's crappy you did that but at least you had something to show for it You have nothing to show for it you spit in the faces of both camps now Star Wars fans aren't gonna get their trilogy They wanted from you guys and now Game of Thrones fans Don't even like the show again The same friend that got me into this had her Game of Thrones tattoo removed from her chest after the finale Yeah I had the full book series to date that I was bought and I sold it to a friend without even reading all the way through them Anymore cuz I was like, what's the point? What's the point? Like yeah. it was so bad. Like you should not rush the ending to something when you're spending so much time setting up for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: <sighs> rushing, God. rushing an ending on anything just makes it into a problem. Yeah, I think you know. And so we see, we saw that with Game of Thrones for sure, and we saw that a little bit. Like I think we we were just t- talking about it too with the how How, how I Met Your Mother thing, because they wrote themselves into a corner by
1: using the old footage of his kids. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, you could have just thrown that away, <laughs> but yeah. whatever. But uh, <laughs> but that's exactly why they're tied for literally. If you ask people, hey, what are the worst series finales of all time? Ten out of ten people will say either How I Met Your Mother or Game of Thrones. One yeah. of those two. Ten out of ten. hundred yeah. percent guaranteed. The, the only people who won't say one of those are people who haven't seen them. Yeah. But if they if they stuck it
0: through all all eight seasons of Game of Thrones are all nine seasons of, how, of how, how I Met Your Mother. They will tell you one of those two options. Yeah. Like, it's so, rough, man. It's rough. But to Okay, so this is more of a controversial one. Because this is one that, and I don't even know how much of this you can speak to, but it's one that often gets praised, but also often has people who don't like the finale. And that was Lost. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, the J.J. Abrams show on the island from 2004 to 2010. Yeah. I love this show. I am personally such a huge fan of this show. I think that it has some brilliant character work explored through this the narrative structure of these backstories and flashbacks and flash-forwards. Time Travel stuff. It's a fantastic show and it gets really deep, philosophical and spiritual by the end where the finale is like like a purgatory a, like kind of thing okay. and it's incredibly interesting. So are they in an afterlife? I haven't watched the show. The whole like. thing is that it's a, it, is, that it, is that they kind of ended up there. They all were kind of brought together by this plane crash that then gave them all of their their uh, partners for the afterlife afterwards and they were kind of guided there by like by the right people, so it's in, it's incredibly interesting. So and I did would, they, did they die in the plane
1: crash? Then is that like the theory that there in the theories. afterlife? The like theory is
0: that it was the island purgatory, and the, and as as they got off it, they earned their place in the actual afterlife. There's there's so many theories. So I, and I love it. I'll talk theories about shows all day and night. But there's other people who hate it because it's not a definitive ending. It it is yeah. and it isn't because it's like you have to fill in some of the boxes yourself. And so some people hate that, some people
1: love it. I personally love that ending, but I get why people don't like it. See, I love endings like that, though, to an extent to where, like, I guess that's where it speaks to is it really just depends on the show and how you set it up, because there are some where it's like, okay you just didn't solve these plot holes but there are other ones if lost is like a mysterious show and it has this whole thing yeah it does make sense to kind of end it with a little bit of mystery to like hey figure out certain stuff for yourself like yeah. i like people that have their own interpretations on different things rather than just it being straight up direct is sometimes the imagination is better than the result like Agreed. side note back to the game of thrones thing really quick that's exactly why they should have ended on season seven if you just watch through season seven and stop your imagination, like the way they ended it on such a cliffhanger, would have been great. There you go. So, like, I agree with you. There is like sometimes it's better just le- leave it unsaid. Yeah. But I mean, going onwards, like there there are certain ones like I I have to do a side note and just go back to like because we're we're kind of going into some people are divided, some people aren't. I need to go to one that like every person I talk to that has seen the show agrees is it's not only one of the best shows of all time, but definitely one of the best finales of all time and one of the best final seasons is BoJack Horseman. BoJack Horseman. I love that show. And we're gonna have, spoiler alert, we're gonna have a whole episode on that eventually, you know, like it is such an intense show. I got you to watch that show. Yes, you did. But especially the finale, dude, like I love that show. The finale and the penultimate episode. Yeah, because it shows The penultimate episode is probably my favorite episode of the entire series Mm -hmm. honestly and it's because like it's showing within bojack's head and like kind of filling in the gaps and everything but it's really his conscience like dealing with everything and then the last episode is the real world percussions because throughout the whole show you see him do some really crappy things and you kind of realize bojack horseman's kind of like a rick sanchez type of character where You're not... I said this in the Rick and Morty episode, too. You're not supposed to like him or agree with him. You're supposed to understand why he's doing what he does. Yeah. He's supposed to be empathetic, but not sympathetic. Yeah. You're supposed to
0: understand where he's coming from and maybe even see
1: a little bit of him in yourself, but you're supposed to dislike that and see see why it's a problem. Yeah, and so I like that this finale... Really gave the character consequences. It wasn't just oh haha they got off or oh haha even again in the p- Penultimate episode the way they ended it is they could have ended it really well and had him die And it would have been a super dark ending, but they could have had that instead They brought him back and we're like no, no 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 He's gonna face a real-world justice, you know And this was dropped like the last season was dropped at the height of the me too movement. Yeah, so like it made perfect sense even societally at the time. Like I cannot yeah. sing the praise of that show enough. You get to see all of the characters matured fully, whether it's Princess Carolyn or Todd or whatever. It's just great. Yeah, they all they, they all get one off final interactions with
0: Bojack because each of the, the other four characters are about as main of a character as him. He's yeah. still the main character, but they're all right there. So we get to see a good send off for all of them. And it's 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 a it's a great example of unlike Lost, I will say, it ties everything up very nicely. It leaves no questions unanswered. Yeah, dude. And I think that there there is a place for that and there's a place for the like mystery
1: box style ending and Bojack Horseman does the no questions left unanswered thing so well yeah dude because even through the whole show like there's several lines that hit you very deeply whether it's like from season one all the way through the final season but I like even in the finale Diane and mr. peanut butter talking and she's like huh like it's crazy like you're a lot calmer and he's like yeah like it's, it's nice and she's like well do you ever wonder what it'd be like if we were to meet each other as the people we are now? And he's like, "Oh, Diane, but if we met each other now, we wouldn't be the people we are." And I love that, dude. Yeah, like it's a great reflection on how our experiences shape
0: who we are, even if who we are later is who we needed to be earlier. Yeah, that wouldn't then. Then we would have never become that person in the in the first place. It's an incredibly philosophical show that stays that way through the ending. Yeah, and it has a great philosophical ending and then a great real like real world ending and it's,
1: it, it does both things well. It almost has two finales and each one is really yeah, good. and it leaves it both perfectly closed and yet open-ended. Like, these characters are going to move on. They're going to keep going on stuff and you can imagine how they're doing now if yeah. you wanted to rewrite the show. But, like... I don't know. I so, just can't sing those praises high enough.
0: So, so to me, then we jump over to another one that is un- universally loved, and that is the finale of The Office. Which yeah, I'm, surprised we, I'm all surprised we didn't even talk about that one first. Yeah, because the reality is, we all know The Office was great till till, till season seven. Season eight was it was a step down, but not not terrible. Season nine was e- rocky. E- was pretty bad. Jim e- and Pam have marriage issues. Andy becomes a piece of garbage. Whatever, all kinds of problems. But that finale. Makes the entirety of season nine worth it.
1: Yeah, dude. To me. Dwight's wedding is it's great yeah dude. like I love seeing that he finally is also maturing through stuff and he gets the manager position and like
0: and he calls Pam and Jim his best friends yeah, and yeah. he gets to, and Michael shows back up for his only re, like, that's what she his said. only like reappearance and it's just to be Dwight's best man sorry bestish mensch and yeah. it's you know and it's it's to me that that's a perfect balance it does a BoJack Horseman like thing where it ties everything up from relevant stories but it also is like no one's dead no one's anything we're just kind of their lives
1: will go on and they're and and they're happy. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a it's a classic sitcom ending. So let me ask you this really quick because we haven't really talked about this uh, because it is a really good ending, but it leaves it kind of open ended. you remember a while back NBC was gonna greenlight the farm with like Dwight and move on from there and stuff? Yeah. Are you happy or sad we didn't get that? Looking back, I am happy we didn't get that. Yeah, same. I
0: <laughs> same. I wouldn't mind to see some kind of a weird peacock exclusive. Here is a couple of one-off episodes to see what some of the guys are up to nowadays. I think that may, that that might be, be kind be cool. of fun, but I would not want to see an entire series with anybody else. I think that the show the the show had its story told, and I, and I think we're done. Yeah, and I'm I like- think and I think that's okay. You can have. And we're going to talk about this later. We aren't quite there yet. But you can have shows that go on for way too long and overstay their welcome and tell their stories so much that they run out of story to tell. Yeah. And I the office already borders on doing that as is true. And if they had done a spinoff show, there would have just been too much going on, I think. Yeah, honestly. So, and it's the it's the classic thing where when you spin off the side character into their own character into their own show, it's no good. It never works. They did it with Joey from Friends. I was gonna say the same thing. They've or Cleveland done it with, from the yeah, Cleveland guy,
1: Cleveland show. They've
0: done it with so many things, and I don't think the only one that it's ever worked for is Fraser from 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 Cheers. Uh, there's a lot of people who have I always Fraser. Always forget that Fraser is a spin-off. Holy crap. <laughs> because and I've never seen Fraser myself. I've seen Cheers all the way through, but I've never seen Fraser. I've heard I would love it because I like Cheers. But um so yeah, that's the only time that I've ever really seen that work where the spin-off is almost as successful as the original show. Maybe you could reach a little farther back. You could talk about like how Happy Days spun off uh Mork into Mork and Mindy and also yeah. spun off uh Oh my God! Um, Laverne and Shirley, which are big shows of the 70s, but we aren't talking about those too much but it's like, this doesn't work I can name off four in the entire history of television that this has worked, and infinite number where it hasn't worked, yeah. so I'm glad they didn't ruin Dwight's character with that, I'm glad they didn't pull him out of the last couple of
1: episodes of the series to go be on his own show or something, that could have been so bad Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, I like Rain Wilson I like Thomas Middleditch, but like Eh, good good thing you guys didn't take that show on. Yeah. I do like that Peacock's releasing like extended scenes or deleted scenes now. That well, really, really adds new layers to it. But uh, um, this isn't an Office episode. <laughs> one, one real quick one
0: then, too, that I'll speak to because you haven't seen it uh, is Parks and Rec. Um, okay. I think Parks and Rec has a great finale because what it does that I've never seen any show do quite the way that they do is they do a lot of flash forwards to follow everybody through the rest of their life that we don't really see. Okay. Just to, to, to like certain extents, and we kind of see them kind of interweave with each other through the flash-forwards, like we don't see Le- Leslie and Ben go that far in their flash-forward, but then in Jerry's flash-forward, we see them as old people coming to his funeral, and it's incredibly-, it's incredibly They go to interesting. his funeral? I haven't even yeah. seen
1: the show fully, but I know that Jerry's like the hated one there, they go to his funeral? Oh, <laughs> he's, yeah, it's it's incredibly interesting, and so it's, it's great.
0: I think it's it's interesting because that is like the definition of tying up all loose ends. And I've had my con- my conflicts with that series finale in the first place because there's a part of me that likes the lost thing of I have to kind of put together some of the pieces of what happened to them afterwards. But this is like no, we're going to tell you what happens to all of them. You don't have okay. to you, you you don't have to wonder. You have no questions left. So I'm, I'm I've always been a little back and forth on it. But at the end of the day, I can't not call it a good finale. I'll but so so
1: it's it's pretty fun. That's fair. I really need to watch Parks and Rec, man. Even my sister got into it, and, like, eventually, like, we're going to have some debates on some other stuff, and I know that Parks and Rec is going to work its way in there, and, like, I need to at least have some references on the reason why I'm not arguing that side of the argument. Got to keep it conspicuous and vague for the future. Exactly. Um, But, uh, no, another another show, like, throwing it back a little bit, like, I don't know how much of the show you've seen, but, like, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like, I have to bring that one up, especially now that will smith is like doing like a dramatic retelling on peacock like he's the director he's not him again but like it's way more of a drama while this fresh prince of bel-air the one that we all grew up with or that i grew up with was way more of like a comedy you know and it's like will smith when he's young and the whole basis is like yeah he got in trouble he had like got roughed up he goes across to his rich aunt and uncles and has to kind of fit in now and the whole thing's They hit some serious moments through time, but for the most part, it's pretty lighthearted. And then by the finale, Will is like part of that family and that group to where like the whole finale is his uncle's ready to sell the house. They're ready to move on. They're ready for all the family to go their separate ways. And Will's not. Will's the one like trying to discourage people from buying the house and trying to make it look unappeasing and trying to keep everybody together. And it's really interesting because it's kind of an introspective look on how some people don't want to move on but they need to Yeah, because like once they do move on like his his uncle tells him that he's proud of him and he's like a son to him and like him and Carlton his cousin who's like a nerd and stuff like are on the same page and like I don't know it's just very very down to earth and grounded to where it's like yeah this dude who came from like a different area of time went to some preppy area and then through time didn't become preppy but like embraced that and didn't want to let it go Yeah, like I don't know, man. Like, I, I really like The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, just like I really like Boy Meets World. I haven't seen that in forever, but I do know that, that that's another show that just. Whew, man, nostalgia is hitting me so hard. Like, it, it's the show that I think of for the Family Guy joke for Peter Griffin, where he's like, ah, ah, he's at it. Cause, like, in the last episode, <laughs> he's like, huh, Boy Meets World. I get it now. Like, I'm maturing. And it's like, ah, he's at it. But, like, it's another one where you see, like, Cory and Topanga get married like they're they don't get married in the finale but like once girl meets world takes place like they're together they have a family and stuff and like you see mr feeney like who was always super wise through it like kind of seeing his students off for the final time like it's i don't know man like it's hard to talk about a show that i haven't seen in a long time but it was enough to bring up because it had such an impact on me sure of course (laughs) of course that
0: that makes a lot of sense um one that i saw sporadically but is, is it would almost be weird to not mention it, is MASH because their series finale is still the most viewed thing on television in all of television history. For real? For real. Um, It is the most viewed thing, uh, I believe Okay, let me phrase this differently because at at the time it broke that record, and I think it's only been beaten by like a couple of Super Bowls Okay. And that's it. It's like, but as far as TV shows yeah. and stuff like that, that, that aren't sporting events, highest thing that's ever been viewed by anybody. McCrappy so used it to was, watch it's, it's, and it's a great show. It was on for 11 years, and some people will probably tell you, people who have watched the whole show all the way through, it went on too long. Probably should have stopped at a couple of different points way earlier on. But that finale was huge. That, that was the show on TV, and when it went off, everybody was there to see it. So it's it's just, it's a big one. It's a, it's a real big one. And so, um... To bridge the gap now, because I think we're gonna get into another conversation here. You have one more that you forgot. I'm bridging the gap with it, oh. unless I'm I if we're thinking, Futurama? No. No? Well, what? Am, okay. What, what you got? You forgot your Star Wars one, bud. Oh yeah, well Clone Wars. Clone Wars. <laughs> I was like, is, come on. How am
1: I the one who I reminds mean, you of Star Wars? I
0: mean, it's. I mean, yeah, Clone Wars. <laughs> Clone Wars was is already such a good show. It is debatably the best of Star Wars media that exists. And I think a lot of people will probably agree with that. It's really good. And for sure, it rivals the original trilogy. <laughs> like it takes all these characters. If you liked characters from the from from the prequels, like Obi Wan, or uh, Yoda, or whoever, it makes them even more likable. And characters who weren't as well written, like Anakin Skywalker. Talk he becomes so good, and then they bring back characters that you didn't think you needed, like Darth Maul. They inject in new characters like Ahsoka Tano, who at first you're like, this is kind of an annoying side character. And eventually she's like the hero of the show by the last season. Yeah. And so that last season, specifically the last four episodes, because they're, they're, it's an anthology series that has kind of mini story arcs. So yeah. the, I'm going to call the, seas- the series finale, the last four episodes, the Siege of Mandalore that ties in and runs tandem with Revenge of the Sith. That's pretty cool. It's so good. We see Order 66 through the eyes of the clone. Okay. It's incredibly interesting because we see Order 66 in the Star Wars movies as Pal- Palpatine ex- executes it, and then we see it kind of from the perspective X-Kid of the Jedi Order that are being 66. killed. But what we see in the Clone Wars is we see these clones who we've been, we, we know their first names, and we've known them for six or seven seasons. We see them suddenly turn on Ahsoka and turn on whoever and just try to just take him out. So it's it's brilliant. It's 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 what the show
1: needed it was the only good way that that show could have ended and it stuck the landing so are they forced to turn on them like i'm like yeah. i've seen it enough it like are they forced like kind of hypnotized to or do they just like nah here we go what it
0: is is that it's a mental uh, chip that was implanted in their brains during the cloning process okay there's certain there's other executive orders like that, that that exist too but order 66 is uh the clone will immediately believe that all jedi are traitors to the republic Okay. and need to be executed immediately. And so that's what it is, is that Palpatine triggers it, and there you go. Gotcha. <laughs> so, they, so they take out... It's part of his master plan, you know? See, so, so, that, so that's what the whole thing is, and it's incredibly interesting because we see that explored in depth in previous episodes, too. There's one clone who uh, gets the inhibitor chip activated at the wrong moment and just starts gunning down Jedi a couple of seasons okay. earlier. And so it, like, launches into this full investigation over why this is a problem and all kinds of stuff, and then it kind of gets rushed under the rug because politics.
1: And yeah. so it's, it's very interesting. See, and, like, i've seen bits and pieces of clone wars and like at this point like you know like i have seen like majority of star wars like here and there but uh i revenge of the sith like i'll be on record saying that it's my favorite star wars movie on stuff you know i really like it i can't help but like remember that meme that you sent the other day where it's like it is so amazing that like the thought that went into in revenge of the sith anakin tells grievous when he sees him like oh you're shorter than i thought and then they did the clone wars which was retroactively before revenge of the sith so they have grievous is like one of the main villains if i'm right like yes. not the main but one of the main villains and anakin again is the main like he's the, the protagonist. Main, main protagonist so it's like they spent six seasons you said the show went on seven including the last one yeah and he doesn't see grievous once they never
0: directly interact because george lucas threw in one bad bit of dialogue at there, they had to spend seven years working around. I love it. It's amazing. The attention to t- attention to detail with that show, it's, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. If you haven't seen The Clone Wars, you should go watch it because it's so <laughs> good. You don't have to watch the whole thing. There's some bad episodes, but the ones that are good are so good. But anyway, um, so now to to, to to bridge the gap, because what we also wanted to talk about was shows that either should have ended and why they should have or when they should have. And so the one that is kind of the hot button thing right now is Futurama, because it had a what I would call an amazing series finale in 2013 when it first ended. Well, not first ended. When it <laughs> ended for the third time. <laughs> but what we thought was the third and final time. You know, they had been... They, they had a good four years on Fox. They got cancelled. They did a bunch of... Uh, they did, like, four direct-to-video DVD movies that were all pretty fun. And then they came back in, like, 2008 or 2009, did four more years, and then went off the air with a with a real finale. Yeah. We're like, and all as well. And then now, a like, what? Like, like a month ago, a month and a half ago, they just announced, hey, we're coming back they shouldn't and I was like what and, and at the time John DiMaggio the voice of Bender wasn't on board yeah. so we were hoping optimistically maybe that'll derail the whole project mm. Um, nope no, <laughs> he's, they, he's back on board which will make these new episodes probably pretty good but I don't think they need to make any new ones
1: it's just yeah it's another instance of in my head this whole if they move forward with a new season of Futurama in my head it's going to be like the last two minutes of how i met your mother like why are you going to taint everything that you built up for for a small thing that you think is fan service or you think the fans want like again i haven't seen every episode of futurama but i've seen enough of it and i have like seen the finale to where like it, it rounds off in a perfect loop you know oh, yeah. like they they go back to the pilot presumably like they yeah. go to do it all again and so i like shows with that unique of a concept where it's like You've seen exactly what happens, and it's going to happen over and over and over and over and over. Why are you going to break that by bringing in a new season? Because doesn't that negate the finale? It uh, To me, it, it effectively does. And so this
0: is this is the problem, is shows that don't know when to stop. And I have previously praised Futurama for knowing when to stop because they did. They are both matte grading products, and the big bad example of shows that don't know when to, when to pull the plug is The Simpsons. Yep. But Futurama... Um, they stopped. They stopped when they needed to. And even debatably, there are some people... I I, I like the show th- through and through, but there are some people who will tell you that the later seasons definitely fall off a little bit, and I, I understand that. But, like, it's good all the way through. Got a good, got a great ending. Good, good like, story arcs and character arcs with all of our main characters, and it's really uh. well told. So to bring it back, I think, negates a little bit of that. I, the, the jury's out. We'll see how it goes. Maybe these new episodes will prove me wrong. I want them to. True. But, but we'll, we'll see,
1: see what happens. I just... Well, you know, s- damn it. <laughs> I have seen some people argue, though, like, well, they've done it before. They've come back and even broken the fourth wall. And it's like, yeah, they've come back from being canceled, not from a definitive ending that they wrote into. Because, yeah, when they got canceled and then they get brought back, like, oh, huh, it feels a little different in this universe. Like, yeah, we we're, nice. we're we're,
0: we're, we landed in a different channel. It's a it's a comedy central channel. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like, it's that's funny, but they don't they they, they ended of their own accord yes. at the time. It's one thing to get canceled. It's
1: something else to go off the air willingly and then be brought back from the dead, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because that's another show that people forget got brought back from the dead multiple times early on in its life. So arguably it was a good thing it got brought from, brought back from the dead, but now it should just get put out of its misery, is Family Guy. Family Guy. I love Family Guy early seasons, and I love Family Guy even through, like, I'll, I'll even say like season 13 14 like right right around before Brian dies and I'll say I still watch it now I don't watch it avidly but like if there's new episodes or something else like I'll try to catch up because every once in a while there's a couple episodes that are bangers but like it's definitely fallen off yeah like there's there's no argument against that like it's another one and it makes me even sadder because seth MacFarlane himself has been like i just want to move on i just want to keep putting out albums with my orchestra i just want to work on the orville my science fiction thing i just want to work on american dad now that it's way more uncensored on tbs Like. And, and Fox is just like, family guy, you're ours. We're going to repeal you from Adult Swim. We're not going to allow you to go on TBS. We're not doing anything. Seth, keep making that show. Like, <laughs> it, it makes me so sad because I feed into it by watching it and trying to see if they get better. So then Fox is looking at like, but people are still watching. So we need to still go. But people are still watching because we're like, when are you going to put this out of its freaking misery,
0: dude? Exactly. Because so then this is the question that, that we're going to probably talk about with with a couple of these ones that we're going to talk about now is when do you think it should have ended? Ooh, I'm an incredibly casual viewer, incredibly casual. But I will say, I think that their their jump the shark moment was killing Brian. Yeah, not bringing him back. I think by the time that they that they they when when they kill Brian, it was too late. Well, I think they. I, I don't think they should have done that in the first
1: place. Well, honestly, no. Nah, I'll I'll debate you on that one. Is I think the jumping the shark moment is bringing Brian back because at least killing off Brian like when they killed him off, like it was a very impactful moment and yeah, it got fan backlash on stuff and Seth McFarlane tried to backtrack by being like, Oh yeah, see, don't take stuff for granted Like, no, dude, you got backlash and you wanted to go back to a cash grab. But like personally I liked seeing that they got a new dog it was Vinnie Vinny the dog he was an Italian it was a new vibe to the house you know it was like in my head like the first episode with him because there's only two episodes with him the first one yeah of course you're like well this isn't Brian it seems different but like by the second episode already you're like oh him and Stewie have a different relationship than Brian and Stewie did this is gonna be really cool to see I wonder what kind of stuff they're gonna get into this is an Italian mobster as a dog I can't wait and then the next episode they're just like no we're gonna time travel back and bring Brian back and buy Vinny you don't matter like I, I don't know man like I had my hopes up for it because I think that they could have kept going with it but I think that's the big issue is same thing as the Futurama problem when you keep when you see fan response and then you're like but this is what the fans want and you just bring it back for fan service sake it doesn't do a good job to me you know because since yeah. then people we even argue that Brian before he died was yeah he was a liberal and like he was very outspoken and stuff but like brian had some intelligent points you know like i'll never forget when him and carter peter schmidt are arguing one time because peter schmidt has the cure for cancer and he's like You have the cure for cancer, and you're not giving it to people, and Peter Schmidt's like, why would I sell the cure for a one-time cost when you could treat a person for life? And Brian's like, that's wrong. Like, I like that type of Brian. The Brian now is just overly preachy. Like, there's an episode where, like, he's just making really messed up tweets on stuff, and so, like, people go after him, and he winds up living in a broken apartment because the family gives up on him, even. And it's like, Peter's his best friend. What are you talking about? He's not just going to give up on him. Like, I don't know. They should have ended a long time ago, but at least... They do have small merits, like Adam West. Once he passed, at least they brought on Sam Elliott to be his cousin, Mayor uh, Wild Wild West with his yeah. mustache farm. So, like, there are still some good moments. Yeah, but it's another one and where you can it makes always me find
0: sad. the the brief, you know, diamond in, in the rough with shows like that. they they're they're never bad
1: through and through because if they turned bad, they'd get yeah. pulled off the network. See, and I'm gonna you know? be controversial. How do I think they should end it? They should end it by Peter and Lois getting divorced really yes they should because the past like five or six seasons like you've actively seen Lois become more and more abusive towards Peter and yes I said abusive because she is she literally beats him for taking groceries into the house so like oh yeah like he's way more of a dumb bumbling drunk Stewie's not even an evil mastermind anymore he's just kind of a dumb kid Chris has always been the jack-off kid Meg has always been hated by everybody like it really just feels like if you're going to go out, like, at least at least go out on what you've been building up towards. If Peter and Lois are fighting all the time, have them split up. If, like, all these other kids, like, I don't care what you do at this point, but blow the show up and blow it up, like, in a way that would get such backlash to where you're like, yeah, show, you don't want us back now, huh? That's
0: the kind of show that has gone on for so long that it needs a big blow-up finale yeah. because otherwise there's no way to end a long show like that. And it's the same problem that we have with something some other things on our list here, too. I already mentioned it, but we'll bring it, we'll bring it up again. The Simpsons. Is that there's a lot of people who will tell you, and I know Jordan, I hate to to break the fourth wall there. Hey hey, hey, there, Jordan, how's it going? Hey, Jordan.
1: Jordan. Hope you're doing
0: well, buddy. uh, Jordan loves The Simpsons, the first nine seasons. He will tell you all day that the first nine seasons of The Simpsons are some of the best TV ever ever put out. I have seen so little of early Simpsons, but what I've seen I've really enjoyed. They're an organic family. It's the American family put in animation. Yes. It's, you know, and it's very well done. But. So people will probably tell you they should have ended it around the the nine season mark. There's other people who will probably tell you that they could have gone on until they made the movie, and then that maybe should have been when they stopped. Um, so I, it's
1: hard for me to tell you when they should have ended but all I know is that uh, 33 is too many boys they should have ended with the Simpsons and Family Guy crossover because shocker that was actually a really good episode and yes, it would it have been the perfect way to end both shows not even just the Simpsons it would have been the perfect way to end both of the shows I can see that do but,
0: do a little bit of tweaking with it and make it into a finale for both shows I yeah, can see that
1: like that would have been really well done but instead yeah the Simpsons has gone on too long to where like I remember in early episodes because I have seen some early Simpsons is like one of the most famous story arcs is homer before they have maggie he finally gets to quit the nuclear power plant and go work his dream job at the bowling alley and he's having such a good time and having fun and then when marge gets pregnant with maggie he realizes they can't afford the bills and he has to go and grovel to mr. burns he has to beg him for his job back and so mr. job that he hates (laughs) yeah and so mr. burns is like yeah of course and he puts a plaque not even just a sign an engraved plaque that like says like, remember, don't, don't forget you're here forever. Yeah. And so he covers it up t- to where it says, do it for her because Maggie, not Maggie, uh, who's Lisa. Lisa. I, I don't know yeah. why it's spaced on that. Lisa's like, what, why doesn't dad have any of Maggie's baby pictures? And then it kind of cuts away to like, he has all of her pictures sorted to where it says, do it for her. Yeah. Now contrast that where in the family guy on Simpsons crossover, Peter goes, oh my God, you work in a nuclear power plant. What's that? And Homer goes, I don't know. What are you talking about? In the early seasons, it was such a pivotal thing for him to go back to this place, and now you're going to say he doesn't even know what it is? Well, yeah, and so
0: this is the big problem, too, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit with Family Guy already, and this is where they coined the term with this, is Flanderization of your characters. Yeah. And that comes from Ned Flanders in The Simpsons, but you see that with anything that goes on for too long. And we see it with, we saw it with MASH a little bit. We see it with... SpongeBob characters, uh, with Whoa. Family Guy characters, with Simpsons characters, where one trait of their what was previously a three, a two, or even three-dimensional character suddenly gets reduced down to one character trait that just becomes who they are. Yeah. Mr. Krabs goes from being the uh, tight the tightwad boss who is still a good guy to just being anything for a penny and he'll kill you for it. Money! You know, Patrick goes from being the kind of carefree, naive best friend who will still do anything for SpongeBob to being so dumb that he violently injures the people in his life. Yeah. You see it with Homer, where he goes from being the all-around caring family man who's just kind of a kind of a bumbling idiot a little bit, but he's still got good intentions, to him just being like abusive, terrible, hmm. mean, dumb, and
1: dumb beyond belief. That wasn't him 30 years ago. And that's the other thing. Even 30 years ago, they keep adjusting the Simpsons timeline to where, like, I don't know if you've seen recently, but, like, in one of Homer's flashbacks when he's a teenager, it's in, like, the early 2000s. And it's like, I'm sorry, what?
0: Yeah, the show was on then. We know what you look like in the early 2000s. So it's the problem with any show that goes on for too long is that the characters stop being who they once were because they have to keep getting creative with the storylines. Right. They're like, well, we've already told all nine, story, all nine seasons where the stories that we can do with the way that they are currently, so we have to just start doing other stuff to them. Well, we can make a funny one where uh, Homer is so dumb that he does this thing, and ha yeah. And
1: it's like, he's not that dumb, though. What happened here? Or even more, if your show is actively getting criticism, like, on your characters, i.e. Apu from The Simpsons or Quagmire from Family Guy, where it's like, oh, instead we're just gonna instead of getting rid of the character or even and ending the show, we're just gonna compromise the entire character and change everything about them to where they even break the fourth wall in Family Guy with it. We're like, Hi, "What are you now?" And he's like, "I don't know. He used to be the creepy neighbor. Like, yeah, they they can't be." They can't be who
0: they are, but they can't really pull them off the show either because they know that would, like, kind of sacrifice the integrity of the show a little bit too much, so they're kind of just rocking a hard place, but uh, the answer is end the show. Yeah, because... (laughs) If you get to a point where your old characters that are 30 years old aren't working anymore, maybe pull the plug on the whole show.
1: (laughs) See, and it doesn't just go for animation on that because another one that's gone way too long and it's going to keep going longer is of recent news is The Walking Dead. (laughs) Once you pulled Rick Grimes from the show, especially because Rick is in the comics till the end, like... What are you doing? Why did, why did you keep going four or five more seasons? Because I stuck through The Walking Dead. Most people are like, I checked out at season three, season four. Or most people are even like, I checked out at the Negan stuff once he killed Glenn. Like, that's messed up. Like, no, I was I was still in it, you know? Like, it was following the comics to an extent. But that's just it. When you have source material, why are you doing full filler seasons that yeah. nobody cares about? You know, like, you need to end it. And then when, when your show has no, none, none of the original characters anymore on it, like i'm pretty sure that it's done and now you're like oh we're gonna we're gonna light some spin-offs we know that this show is gonna be put out of its misery and we're finally ending it and everyone's like oh they're finally ending with season 13 or 14 And they're like oh but there's a daryl and carol spin-off there's a maggie and negan spin-off even though that doesn't make sense like <laughs> guys just stop just stop already is it really making that much money still amc like do you have nothing else
0: yeah yeah exactly i mean do
1: they <laughs> I mean, they, they had Breaking they Bad, had Breaking and Walking Bad, Dead. And
0: maybe Better Call Saul, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so an- an- another one, Fairly Odd Parents and SpongeBob. I think we can talk about those kind of in the same breath a little bit yeah. because they're both shows. Fairly Odd Parents has since has now ended, but it went on for probably
1: four to five seasons too long. See, you blew my mind when you told me that what I remembered, like when I had stopped watching, was only like the halfway point of the show. <laughs> yeah, because I think that it was great. And the first sign of faltering,
0: anytime that you'd see this, whenever you add a baby into the cast, live action, animated, whatever, that immediately becomes a bit of a a red flag. It's not going to change anything immediately, but it is a big, eh, has the show gone on for too long? When Rachel has a baby and friends, you're like, hey, can we not? What is this? So when Cosmo and Wanda had a kid, that's the first sign of a declining show. It doesn't mean it's bad yet, but that's the first sign that maybe
1: your stories are getting told out. But I think, yeah. I think they had a good season or so with the, with the baby. See, I think, yeah, like, I think it was good with Poof or even when they had, like, the alternate fairies from, like, the dark fairies or whatever they yeah. were called. Like, that was really good. But when you hit me, because I was like, oh, yeah, it got bad once they had the neighbor. And you're like, what do you think about the dog? And I'm like, there, there's a freaking dog. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? How long did this show go for? And especially because, again... Same dude that wrote Danny Phantom wrote Fairly Odd Parents. Hey Butch, uh, you should have fought harder to keep doing Danny Phantom, not Fairly Odd Parents.
0: Yeah, why do we get three <laughs> seasons of Danny Phantom and then 11 of the Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. Can we uh, can we talk about that?
1: And now we're bit? getting a live-action sequel on Paramount where Timmy's like 40 and he's like giving Cosmo and Wanda to his daughter or something? Like, Nickelodeon, you can cancel this.
0: And those other weird ones that was Drake Bell as a grown-up Timmy Turner, yeah. kind of. Like, Like this show is, I think it's done. I think we can stop. Yeah. <laughs> and SpongeBob is actually still going, from what I understand. It has offs now, sitting on the creator's Camp, grave. Uh, Camp Coral or whatever, Ugh. and Patrick something. I don't know. The Patrick I, Star Show. That's I, literally what it's called. I have not actively watched SpongeBob since maybe season six, and I will tell you all day that the only good part of SpongeBob is seasons one through three in the, in the first movie. That is, Those are the, the gold standard. There's bits and pieces, odds, yeah. odds and ends, diamonds in the rough throughout, but <laughs> those are every episode, up to and including the movie, is comedy gold.
1: Oh, yeah, and they could have even... We we all agree here. They could have ended it with the first movie because doesn't it blow your mind that there's like three or four Spongebob movies now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, uh. that's a little worrisome. Like, they Which even too, brought them into many. live action and everything. Like, when you did live action with Spongebob and you brought in David Hasselhoff, that was funny. When you bring in Spongebob and Patrick to be 3D animated characters who have superpowers? Mm. Which which again, straight up contradiction. Early seasons when they become superpowers in the Barnacle Boy and Mermaid Man episode, you know? Krakatoa and yeah. all of that. Great. So like why did why did you make a movie where what if they were superheroes when we've already seen that and then you made it lame?
0: Yeah. And it ends with like a rap battle over the credits. I and didn't so, know that. Oh, oh my it's God. actually the
1: guys from ERB on YouTube. No. <laughs> don't tell me it, it was nice, Peter. An an Epic oh and Epic so no. Lloyd. Talk about another show that should have ended before its time. They're still going. YouTube break for a second. YouTube yeah, they're still going.
0: Yeah, Epic Rap Battles of History needs to, it needs to take a walk. I think I think we can call that one. Yeah, but,
1: Early seasons were good,
0: but <laughs> stop. But then shows that I know you'll have to speak to these ones because uh, they're shows that I have not seen, but they're shows that are still on and you say they're still good. And that's Bob's Burgers and Archer who are both voiced by the same guy for the main
1: character h john benjamin what a legend i cannot speak highly enough about this man he is hilarious his his voice is super unique but even just as a comedian like i kind of wish that h john would do some stand-up comedy i would love to see him do some bits you know like that's yeah. how good i revere him as a comedian but yeah Bob's Burgers, from from the start dude from the start people were like okay this is a weird animation but like i'll see how it goes and a lot of people like i don't really like that show but when you sit down and watch it you're like okay i'm gonna watch the next episode i'm gonna do the next one i'm gonna do the next one because like they do they do it perfectly where each episode is its individual episode that you could just pick up and watch and it'd be a great episode but then it's also if you're a longtime fan that watches the entire series you can still follow a general maturing and storyline of all of the characters and all of the growth through the series like it's really well done and i'm glad they're still going like they're I, I kind of hope that they maybe take a page out of the book that the Simpsons should have because they have a movie coming out this year and it's actually coming out on my birthday May 27th so we'll see if I wind up going and seeing that but like they have a Bob's Burgers movie coming in honestly I was a little skeptical at first but hearing what it's coming out to be and everything like I'm really excited and if it winds up being what the Simpsons movie was to the Simpsons TV show then it's gonna be great but uh maybe that's your signal to end it there so I don't I don't know I wouldn't mind if they keep going but right now it's on a good pace Archer on the other hand has mixed reviews because this is a show that I've I've told you you should watch and I own like most of it uh, I need to pick up the last two seasons but uh the first I think it's seven seasons is it's great, dude. Like it's a spy show. It's an international thriller, but it's like during the 70s kind of it, They don't specifically say it but like the technology in the office and stuff around it kind of seems like it's taking place around Cold War era and it's like the agents working on the low and going over You know, and so like it's really funny and the cast of characters in it is like they're so unique but Then for seasons eight nine and ten might be seven eight or nine I don't know Uh, but for three seasons something happens to Archer in one of the seasons to where he winds up going in a coma like keeping it vague enough like something happens to him to where he winds up going in a coma they did three years three full seasons of different themes and scenarios of him being in his coma where the first one's dreamland where it's like 1930s pi investigator and he's kind of trying to solve a murder and then the second one is uh danger island where he's like in the tropics and stuff and he's a pirate and he's roaming around and then the third one is like he's in space and they're they're decent seasons like they're not necessarily bad but they're definitely disconnected from the rest of the show to where a lot of people will be like oh yeah they they should have ended archer there But then they have him wake up in season 10 from his coma and seasons 10 and 11 it might be 11 and 12 I don't know what season they're on but the last two seasons He's out of his coma and it's a real return to form that like honestly The show is just as good as it was before you went in the coma to where I argue If they would have just condensed those three seasons into one season it could have stuck it out longer So I get why they lost some of their base But honestly, I was skeptical when they said they were gonna keep going, but I'm happy they brought him out of his coma I'm happy that they are keeping going I'm I'm wondering I'm I kinda wish they would have ended it with this last season just because now Jessica Walter has passed. Yeah. And Miss Archer is an iconic animation character in all of animation, you know? And Jessica Walter was an amazing actress. She was so many accolades, like I, I was really saddened to see her passing, regardless of she was an Archer or not. But like especially I was like, I don't know what they're gonna do with this. The way they ended the last episode of the current season ends with her to where like she finds an out and she leaves the agency to them and she goes off on her own with her husband to where the last shot is her and her husband on an island her husband was voiced by her real life husband who passed in 2019 they use some of his whole dialogue where he literally is like and how's my lady love and she's like never are always better now and then they hold hands and it's over the sunset and it says in loving memory of jessica walter if that would have been the series finale i'd be fine with it but now there's talks that fx is doing a season 13 and I'm wondering. This this is the moment where I'm wondering, should they end it? Yeah, you know. So I don't know about that. Is I'll fully advocate for people that dropped off for the coma seasons, skip the coma seasons. I thought they were going to be more important than what they were. Just skip the coma seasons. Just go from season when he goes in the coma straight out of the coma, and you'll still love the show. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So it's
0: it's it's almost in the same vein of Futurama as we seem to have been presented with with a good ending. And they probably shouldn't keep going past it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll. So the, and of course the the, Fox the, the jury's it. out on it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Because like I have faith did, in did, the rest did, of the did cast. Did you say, say that it's Fox too? Yeah. Is that Fox? Yeah. Exactly. And who owns Fox again? Disney. Disney. <gasps> so <laughs> the same that the same overarching company that's <laughs> uh, that also is pulling the strings on the Simpsons. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. This, yeah. So and family guy. I'm just saying. So anyway, that's but, it's neither here nor there but I think that about hits
1: it. That's all of our favorite shows. What you got? I totally spaced, like going back before the bridge for a second, I do have two more that I have to hit for like small series finales on stuff. Is Let's go. Everybody Hates Chris Okay, is a show narrated by Chris Rock and it's pretty much a small take on like his life, quote unquote, like growing up to do stuff. And through the whole series, like yeah, he has some misfortunate look and it's it really takes place during the 70s and 80s so there's a lot of like racism undertones in it on purpose to show like how he was treated back then but the last episode is he tells his family is it paralleled his real life where he's like you know what screw this um i'm not finishing high school because his teacher has like some beef with him to where he's like no i'm gonna fail you you know like i'm gonna do this he's like are you kidding me and so he's like not screw it i'm gonna get my ged and his parents and his family are like you're not like you're if you're not graduating you're getting a job And he's like okay i'm gonna do this and they end it on the point where he's opening his test results I'm like did you pass and he looks up and then it ends and so i was like dang like i left it on a cliffhanger did he pass or did it not but it's a good series finale because again it's based off of his life to where that's what happened is, yes, he passed his GED and that's when he started doing stand-up comedy was the year after. Interesting. So I like that it leads into that and they left it on a really good note. Malcolm in the Middle on the other hand, another show in the same vein that's the other one I gotta mention was good for seasons one, two, three, maybe 4 and 5, but uh they they completely compromised the integrity of the show in the last season. They made really yeah They made the brother Francis who had a great story arc kind of a piece of crap again go back to AA. They introduced a baby to the family um, Even though there was already always four kids sign. in there. Yeah, always a great sign, right? They kind of made how Brian Cranston uh, More of an idiot than usual. They made Lois a lot Ruder, you know, and it just seemed like Malcolm was a lot more arrogant and cocky which he's already already an arrogant character but, like, even the way they end it, dude, is, like, he's like, no, I don't know what I want to do. Like, you're going to be president. And he's like, I'm sorry, what if I don't want to be president? And they literally, pretty much the ending is they force him into his life to where he's like, what if I just want to relax and be successful? And they're like, no, you don't get the easy life. That's Dewey's life. And it's like, oh, this is crappy, that where that dude. scene's
0: from? I've seen that scene. Yeah, is that dude. from, like, right near the end?
1: Yeah, oh. so it's, like, that's really, mm. it, it's just really crappy that I feel like they threw away the whole show. Like, even minor stuff, like, when the brother Francis first comes back is... He has the previous two seasons where he's at a farm and the farmhand's like kind of bumbling but he's really nice to him and like there's a lot of mistakes made but he cares about him and then to introduce him back into the show they're just like well what happened to the farm and he's like oh yeah auto fired me because i wasn't depositing his money into an atm like i thought it was and that's the only explanation you get so it's like i don't hmm. know they just it feels like the whole last season and especially the finale was very just a middle finger to the fans I
0: hate stuff like that. I really do. Yeah. You know, if you if you can't end the show in a way that serves justice to what you've built towards, then you shouldn't be ending the show that way at all. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the whole point is that it's supposed to, it's supposed to wrap everything up in a way that makes organic sense. Yeah. It's not necessarily supposed to be a happy ending. Because again, I would have praised How I Met Your Mother if they ended with the with the the, the mother dying because that's what that show because that's did. a
1: happy ending is the mother dying. Yeah. <laughs> Yay cancer. Um, woo. woo! But, uh, sorry that was dark <laughs> but <laughs> hey she died from cancer in the show. What do you want from me? I wasn't the one that wrote it Tell them to write a better death next time. I wanted them to. Why'd they
0: write any of this stuff? Um, but just, I'm not saying that every show has to have a, a cookie cutter, a, like a cookie cutter storybook kind of ending. It just has to make sense yeah it just has to make organic sense which is what you didn't like about the Seinfeld ending. It's what you didn't like about the document in the middle ending is that it didn't feel organic at all. all and so that's the biggest thing that you could do as far as like you said a middle finger to the the fans is to just not end in a way that the show feels right to doesn't have to feel like a happy ending it just has to make sense yeah so you know that's the whole problem with the with the bad ones and with the ones that have gone on for too long is that you didn't end where it made sense so facts um i think that about does it for us here uh, it was a good uh, hour-long conversation. Oh my gosh! A hour and one minutes right now. <laughs> Time flies <laughs> when you're yeah,
1: yeah. So, Time flies uh, when you're uh, bashing series finales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So,
0: uh, of course, if you like the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Jordan J and Buddies. Uh, we are also on Spotify, Apple pl- Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, just odds and ends things. We're all over the place. We're, we're trying to get out there more, trying to do more and more frequent things. We got upcoming upcoming movies, debates, conversations, and just all sorts of things to to spark
1: interest in media of all kinds. Yeah, we got a lot of different pairings coming soon. Some me and Will, some uh, me, and Jordan, and Will, possibly. Some me and Jordan, some with some other guests that have never been on before. Like, we got yeah. a lot of stuff coming. We got that some stuff working through, the, working through the pipeline. Yeah, dude. But uh, um, uh, Brandon, you want to plug anything? same as usual i gotta i'm gonna just start saying my brand not even my instagram you can find me on instagram but eventually it'll expand further and further just start there and it'll go more at canva butter c-a-n-v-a-b-u-t-t-e-r good paintings good food good life yep that well said (laughs) thank you (laughs) um i have nothing
0: to plug as usual because i'm just here this is my social media presence so i guess we'll just go ahead and start the outro
1: Dude, the fact that we thought of Epic Rap Battles of History as like an add-on to like shows that went on too long. Like we used to be into those like wow, through middle absolutely. school and high school, dude. Like I remember when they premiered. And even the oh. other day, I was looking at a couple of like the older ones from like season two, like Michael Jackson versus Elvis Presley. Like, haha, these are good. Or like the Russian one with all the stuff that the one's like going on right now. Yeah. Very interesting, but like they, they, they should have stopped, man. They should have stopped. They should have stopped. It just says, we're going to stop because that was the outro.